we're talking about wisdom for life. Who is reading Proverbs at the moment? Uh, this is a bit of a, a challenge for us to read a proverb chapter a day. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs and sometimes there's 31 days in the month. There is in August. Uh, so it's just a challenge for us to read the Bible, to read the Word of God. There is so many questions that people have. And I don't know if you ever go on uh, social media or YouTube and people are asking questions. There's a lot of experts out there, isn't there? And uh, they're giving their advice and maybe they're not, you know, experts in that sense of the word, but hey, they, they believe that they are. And uh, so they're giving answers. Well, um, I'm not averse to watching a YouTube tutorial on makeup or a little TikTok on baking or something like that. But I know that the Bible far exceeds uh, the wisdom that you get on social media. The Bible is full of it. Proverbs. Gosh, we hear Proverbs, uh, people just reciting Proverbs. There's mantras for life that come out of Proverbs and it's just full of goodness and uh, it's, it's, it's so good. <laughs> This is how I started my regular habit of reading the Bible through reading Proverbs a day. Just got me into that. Even if I did it month after month after month, it sort of got me into that habit of daily Bible reading being part of my life. It's not like super long, right? Because there's like, you know, 15, 20, 30 verses in it. So it doesn't take a lot of time, but gets you into that habit. But it's also God speaking to you and helping you. Who needs wisdom in your life? Whatever it is that you're facing right now, God can speak to you through the Word of God. The wisest man in the world, Solomon, he wrote most of Proverbs along with a few others. And we, a few weeks ago, watched um, the Bible Project summary of Proverbs, and that is brilliant. Oh my gosh, I'm reading the Bible in a year from the Bible Project, and they write, they have little uh, videos over every uh, book of the Bible, and it's just, it blows your mind what uh, you don't know, <laughs> does for me anyway, what I don't know about the Bible, I'm discovering so much through the Bible Project, so I encourage you, you can jump on YouTube, there you go, there's some answers on YouTube from the Bible, watch the Bible Project, whether it be about different chapters or just different things thoughts that come through the Bible, but they're very easy. What I love about Proverbs, they're very easy to read, they're very easy to understand and uh, super helpful. It's one of those books that if you've been uh, around church for a little while, you, you might have heard of the, um, the stab in the dark sort of um, scripture that God gives you uh, or that you ask for and sort of like, I don't know what to do. God, speak to me. God, speak to me. And you flick through your Bible and just a bit of a stab in the dark. Who's ever done that? Come on. Those guys in Melbourne, I'm like, you're like, no, I know you have. Who's spoken to you though? I feel like God's spoken to me about it. I haven't done it for a long time, but you know, back when it's sort of like, you're not reading it every day, but but just right then you're like, speak to me, God. Have a little bit of a stab in the dark. And the Proverbs, they usually come through for you because there's so much wisdom in there. Such a huge uh, resource. But whether it be for family, whether it be for your marriage, whether it be for um, friendship, you know, those mantras, a man that has friends must show himself friendly. Okay, that's a proverb. Uh, whether it be in your work, in your money, uh, with your character, uh, planning, 
I talked about this before, guys, with our Leaders Big Day Out coming up in January and who's planning for uh, next January. A proverb says, good planning and hard work leads to prosperity. Ah, see, even planning is in Proverbs. It's in the Bible. So come on, I am flowing uh, with the Spirit of God. <laughs> proverbs, proverbs, they're not promises. They're not formulas. It's not like... Uh, or everything that's in there is going to come to pass, but they focus on the general rule of uh, principles that we can follow. So I'm going to talk about a couple of scriptures today in Proverbs, and generally you see themes in there, because I, you know, pulled out this thought and then found so many other Proverbs that back it all up and just repeat what these, these scriptures are saying. So the first one that I wanted to share with you today is in Proverbs 5, verse 1. And it says, my son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding. Have you ever been in one of those loud parties and someone's talking to you, the music's so loud, you sort of have to lean in and that's, that's the incline your ear. It's sort of, you're leaning in. Sometimes, uh, you know, gosh, with people on devices, who's ever talked to someone who's on their device? <laughs> who's ever been on their device. <laughs> Someone's talked to them and uh, it's just like, no, they didn't hear you. Uh, it's just like completely tuned out. And I don't want to, you know, point out any specific people here today, but uh, teenagers, <gasps> oh my gosh, I've got a few. Uh, <laughs> it's like, hello. I mean, I'm just like, oh, sometimes I want to throw that thing. The, I have threatened to throw it on the road, to throw it in the pool, like just get rid of it. Just, you know, focus here for a minute. That's the sort of like attention that God is trying to get sometimes with us. And it's like, would you? just incline your ear to my sayings and to my wisdom and to my understanding. Take those earplugs out sometimes. People, even in church, I know we get a little bit loud. And uh, it's like, all right, take the earplugs out so you can hear well. Do you have a, um, a good ear and a bad ear? Yeah, okay. It's not just me. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, I do sleep with earplugs because I was a nurse and I did night shift and it's just get used to it. But it's like you take it out and you take one out. It's like, oh, I can't quite hear. I'll take the other one out. I can really hear now. So you've got a good ear, a bad ear. All right. So that's like leaning in. Uh, our dog. He has got that selective hearing, but you doesn't matter where in the house or outside that he is. I open the fridge door, he comes instantly. He knows that he's got that hearing. It's like his ear is inclined to just open the fridge, just take it. He's there. He's on the mat because he knows if he sits on the mat, he might get rewarded. You know, there's meat, whatever, but it's just that open the fridge. He's there. That's that hearing thing. It's just like, okay, you are inclining your ear. So just a couple of supporting scriptures. Let me show you in Proverbs, throughout Proverbs, Proverbs 2, verse 2, tune your ears to wisdom. Just like you tune the radio station, tune them to wisdom. It's there. Concentrate on understanding. Proverbs 20, verse 12, ears to hear and eyes to see. Both are gifts from the Lord. So you can ask, you can ask, God, give me ears to hear. 
sometimes you get familiar with God speaking to you. Other times you're like, I don't know how to hear from God. How do I hear from God? I don't know if that's Him. I don't know if that's not Him. God, give me ears to hear. I want to hear you. I want to hear your wisdom, not just a good thought or I don't know. I question that. Proverbs 4 verse 20, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. It just repeats itself over and over and over. Proverbs 22 verse 17, incline your ear. There it is again. And hear the words of the wise. Apply your mind to my knowledge. What are we tuning our ears to? There's so many things that God wants to help us with, that He wants to speak to us about. He wants to give us wisdom. He wants to give us words of warning. Have you ever been in a place where the Holy Spirit's just prompted you and you've just stopped? Oh, I'm not going to do that or look at that or follow that path. Or I was driving one time and I used to have this really bad habit putting confession time. I know you love it. I know you love it. I feel really bad. Might help people. I'll share it. Put my lipstick on when I was driving. I know. So bad. I felt like I could kind of do it pretty good. I was in a hurry. Just always just like, do it. Have a little, you know. Oh, God, he he warned me a few times. I was listening. I'd like stop sometimes, not other times. (laughs) Anyway, this one time there was a lot of traffic and I was like, quick, put it on. And and I must have looked down and I just um, felt the, the voice of God just saying, stop now. And I put on the brakes just as the car in front of me just stopped right there. And I didn't hit it, but it woke me up and I never did it after that. Oh, I don't know if never, I don't know if never is the word. <laughs> I reduced it majorly. Oh, I want to be really honest with you. <laughs> I pretty much hardly ever did it after that. <laughs> but I, like, honestly, it was just one of those, if I hadn't have listened, I would have hit it. It would have been my fault. I would have been annoyed. It would have cost money. It was a warning. Okay, that's inclining your ear. And maybe he has to smack you around a few times for you to listen and take notice of it like with me. But then you get it and you're like, okay, I'm going to change my ways now. I'm going to do life differently because you're speaking to me. Maybe it's direction. He wants to give you direction and you need to incline your ears to that direction. I know when we were first uh, looking to buy an investment property, we really felt God say, um, you know, stretch out and invest in property. And that's going to be a way that I want to bless you and you can make money. And it was kind of like, okay, that's cool. But where? We want to be directed by God. We want um, him to show us exactly where, because it could be anywhere. And we really felt um, God say, Gladstone. He spoke to both of us. And I mean, we're living here on the Sunshine Coast. Gladstone is what, five hours drive away. And, but we did, we went up there, we bought this little uh, apartment and Over the next few years, apart from it being empty for nine months and us, you know, not making any money going backwards, but then within maybe four or five years, we sold it for double, more than double than what we'd bought it for. And it was kind of God had really directed us to do that. That's the words that God can speak to you that is direction. 
if you ask Him and you listen and you wait for an answer. Encouragement. He wants to speak encouragement. Are you inclining your ear to Him to speak encouragement? We all need it. Everybody, we're looking for it. It's like you might post on social media, how many likes or who commented on it? What's going on? You know, I preached this morning. Or Anyone like it? Anyone at all? You know, go out into the foyer. Did anyone like post on social media? You know, but you know, I'll go to God. I'll go, God, how did I do? He'll go, you did what I asked you to do. You did great. Awesome. And I'll go, oh, thank you. Thank you, God. That's encouragement to me. That's what I need. That's the voice of heaven that speaks to you and gives you encouragement. Turn to Him. Every day I ask Him for wisdom. I ask Him to comfort me when I need it for uh, conviction. Okay, sometimes we don't want to incline our ear to God because of what he might say. And I was really like this in my growing up years and uh, growing up in a Christian family, but it was kind of like I had this, what if I open my ears up and ask him to speak to me and he just ah, slaps me around and it's just like, that is not good. What you're doing is not okay. But I didn't want to get berated, but that's not what God is sitting there waiting for you to open your ears so that he can berate you. No, that's not who he is. He's a loving God. He's a kind God. He wants to help you. And so many times it is helpful, even when you do get convicted, it's to save you pain in the long term and to help you live your life. Maybe it's the little prompt. Maybe it's the answer when we're in prayer and we wait for him. And he speaks to us, incline your ear to his wisdom, to his sayings. I love the Bible. I love what it gives me every day for wisdom, for direction, for promises. We read the Bible to hear the voice of God, to become familiar with his voice in how he speaks to us. The more you read the Bible, it's the voice of God. And so if you're thinking, how do I hear from God? Read the word of God. And then you hear how he speaks. You hear what touches his heart. You hear what makes him angry. You hear who he is as a person. And it will help you become familiar with his voice. Pay attention. Listen to him. Take the earplugs out, maybe turn the device off, whether it be in the natural or in the ethereal. I don't know. Just (laughs) incline your ear to God. He wants to speak to you. So that's the first scripture that I wanted to just unpack just lean into, we're doing that deep dive into Proverbs. There's so much richness, so much wisdom. I want to encourage you to read it. The second one, it's in Proverbs 31. And I know this freaks a few women out because it's like, oh, the women, you know, the scriptures about this amazing Proverbs 31 women. And, you know, so many women just like, oh, I don't want to read it. It makes me compare and feel inadequate and all the rest. No, it's supposed to be helpful. It was written by uh, a, a lem Uh, who said these are inspired messages from my mum and it's to help people and women and this scripture is in Proverbs 31 verse 26 and it says when she speaks her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness 
This is a great challenge for us because there's a lot of stuff going on in our lives. There's a lot of stress that can happen or, you know, we can sort of justify our behaviour because of the things that's going on in our world. And uh, this is a great mantra for me that I took years ago. I put it up on my wall. I'm like, I want to be this person that when she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness. And whether that be to my children, whether it be to my husband, husband, whether it be to our staff. I haven't always done that. And, you know, again, I could justify it and say, oh, so stressed. There's so much going on. I'm carrying the weight of the world here. But, and, and, and maybe snap at different times and think that's okay, but it's not. I want to learn a different way of doing things and giving instructions with kindness. How can you do that? It's a learned gift for most people. I mean, we've all got times where we haven't, um, we've used unwise words, okay? When she speaks her words are wise. Sometimes they're not, okay, for me, <laughs> whether it be my parents. I can remember, oh, again, I'll share this story with you in the interest of helping you, okay? Uh, years, years ago, uh, <laughs> we were at a pastor's function. And it was a Christmas party. And we were in this sort of room and it was quite little, it was quite dark. There wasn't a lot of atmosphere, but, you know, it was cool. We were all together. And uh, it was on the Gold Coast. And I was trying to be kind uh, and offer that um, we could help out these leaders and maybe put on the Christmas party next year and we could have it on the Sunshine Coast. And you know what I said? We could do so much better than this. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Wasn't I like? Wasn't what I was trying to say? Who's ever had that foot in mouth moment? Come on, guys! Don't leave me hanging here. You guys in Melbourne, I like. Come on, I need honesty. Have you ever done the foot in the mouth? Yeah, I know. Everyone here has put up their hand. Everybody. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. John's just looking at me like, excuse me, that is so rude. And I'm just like going, oh, no, no. I'm trying to swallow them straight away. Like, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I'm trying to, we could help you. We could do it. It would be a good job. If we did it, it, we would do it well. But, ah, that's what I was trying to say. I wasn't trying to be unkind, but it just came out so rude. Okay, we've all got those things. We can learn kindness. We can learn wisdom from God, from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. Kindness is a fruit of the Spirit, isn't it? So the more filled we are with the Spirit, the more kind we are. So the more time we spend with Him, the more kindness becomes a part of who we are. It's focusing on the good. It's having our eyes. You know, we can have perspective, whether it be in our families, our workplaces, in life, in church. Focus on the good. Look for the things that are going well. When you talk to people, look for encouragement. Look at the things that you can say rather than the negative things or the critical things or in parenting. And I haven't always done this well. You know, I have been watching my Parenting Tip Tuesday. It's been on every week. And I'm telling you, I haven't been the perfect parent, but I'm just sharing one thought every week, one minute long, just to help people in their parenting learn from my mistakes, okay? This week is number 52. It's been a whole year, and we're calling it quits. It's the finale. It's 52 weeks. Yes, I know. I'm done. i got nothing left. <laughs> no, 52, but they're still going to be up on my highlights. Uh, real so you can see and uh, draw little thoughts 
from them. But uh, I have, you know, in the heat of the moment, and us women, we can be so good slash bad at this. In the heat of the moment, we just say stuff. We say stuff and it's critical and it's a, to our husband, it's to our kids or it's to our extended family. Oh, no, pull it back. Wait. Maybe some things don't need to be said at all. Maybe they just not need to not be said in that moment. In the heat, okay, just like zip the lip, just close it. We've got to get better at this so that we're not hurting people with our comments, with the, um, the heat that comes from it. When she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness. Yes, it is for women, but it's for everyone. And there is a scripture in Proverbs 15, verse 23, and it says, everyone enjoys a fitting reply. It is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time. So this is for all of us, okay? Men and women alike. Learn the art and lean in to the Holy Spirit. That kindness that can grow in you. It's who we are. It's who we want to be. Are you feeling a little nudge today from the Holy Spirit? Maybe that you need to modify uh, some of the ways that you say things or just uh, waiting or just biting your tongue or maybe not saying things at all. I'm going to ask the band to come up right now. There's a couple of thoughts for us today. C3 Powerhouse. When she speaks, her words are wise. She gives instructions with kindness. Draw close to God. Read the word of God. Draw wisdom from the Proverbs. He helps us in our everyday life. And incline your ear. What does that look like for you? What does that mean that you're not going to be doing so that you're reading the word of God? And I want to encourage you to get into this proverb a day. Hey, winter is finishing this week, okay? The September is starting spring, a new season. This can be the time for you to start reading the word of God every day. Read that proverb a day starting on September 1, Proverbs 1. Read that chapter. And then I'd encourage you to write down a, a verse out of it in a journal. Just what is that verse? Sometimes it'll jump out at you and it'll pop up and say, that's the verse for you today. It speaks into your life or your circumstance. So you'd think that's just a great wise verse. Other times you think, I don't know. I don't know that anything jumped out. Just have a look over it and go, if there was one verse in that whole chapter, which would it be that I can take out of it today? And then write it in your journal. Just allow God to speak to you. He wants to speak to you. He wants to get your attention. That 10 minutes a day, it can set you up for a win in your day, in your life. The things that you spend time with in your day are going to be set up so much better when you start in the Word of God, when you get the wisdom from Proverbs into your life, into your spirit, and whether it's an actual practical direction for you, whether it's guidance, whether it's comfort, whether it's a warning for you, whether it's conviction, it's to help you. So I'd encourage you, why don't we close our eyes this morning? And just commit that to prayer. Maybe you need to make a response in your spirit and say, yeah, that is me. I need wisdom. I want wisdom for life. I want to be able to hear the voice of God. I want to lean into that. Thank you, Jesus. Today, we thank you for the Word of God. We thank you that it's full of richness. It's here to help us. 
we lean into it. We thank you, God, that you want to speak to every person. You want to encourage us. You want to help us live a better life. You want to give us wisdom and direction, comfort. Oh, Jesus, I pray over every person here and in Melbourne, online. I thank you, God, that you will open their eyes to see, that you will open their ears to hear. Oh, God, as they shut down other distractions and disruptions, oh, God, that you will speak. Today, maybe in your heart, you just think, yeah, I need to do this. I need to respond. Just say, yes, God, I'm going to commit. Will that be over the next 30 days, 31 days, reading that Proverbs a day? If that's you, why don't you just raise your hand and say, yeah, I'm going to commit to that. Just put your hand up. So many hands here in Melbourne, online. So great. God is drawing near to you. He wants to speak to you. Thank you, Jesus. God, I pray that you release that wisdom afresh. Oh, God, that you help us be people with ears to hear and eyes to see. I pray blessing over every person in the name of Jesus. Amen. Awesome. So great. I'm going to hand Melbourne back to Dan Frecker. Have an awesome day, guys. We love you heaps. See you later.